Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 309 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And Lori Kim is back again. Hey, Lori. Hey. Thanks for having me again. How are you? Good. Of course. I'm glad Anytime. that you're good. Are we ready to talk I'm more? glad you're your, here. Your, your favorite is coming up soon. I don't think it's this one, though. Is it? It's definitely part three. I don't remember. Any whoosies. This episode is sponsored by the one... The only Puff Puff Jazz. The creator of Bingo. The meme queen herself. <laughs> the Jess University. Thanks, Jess. We love you. <laughs> yep. Today, we will be discussing part two of chapter four of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the seven Potters. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to sob your way through the details. Yes, folks, that's right. We're probably crying tonight. Okay, before we get into that, Yay. let's go to Meg's Mouse Tales. Weekly Profit News. Uh, uh. I don't know can you why. Believe, <laughs> can you believe that they're already putting out holiday shopping lists? Yes. It's September. They're late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So today, like the Today Show, they put out a bunch of different gift guides and they had one that was specific to Harry Potter. So I was just going to quickly go through some stuff that looks cool to me. So please share. First up, there is a new collaboration with Harry Potter and Kitsch Body Wash and Silk Pillows. What? what? They have like a body wash sample four piece set with four different scents of soap. They have sherbet lemon, chocolate frog, candy floss, and marshmallow jelly bean. Wow. Is it supposed to transport you to the prefix bathroom? Yeah, probably. Take a <laughs> bath with Myrtle. Smell like sherbet lemon. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, there's also, I've been, these have been. All over my Facebook and Instagram, the Glamnetic Nails. Have you seen those? Mm. Mm -hmm. Are they magnets or something? Something like that. I don't really know. But I, I did see the one set that they have is the Marauder's Map. And when you run it underwater, it like shows the footprints. Wow. Yeah, it's color changing. Oh, cool. that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. You're barking up the wrong tree. You got, you got me all wrong, kids. <laughs> Your girl doesn't... <laughs> Put on nails. <laughs> but it's Harry Potter, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> I know. I'll just I put know. them on my face. Um, there's what? All <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Katie>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's also um, <laughs> some new stuff that's come out from ColourPop, like makeup. Um, okay. It's just, like, cute packaging. But I know that that's, it like... cute packaging. That's, like, good quality. So, if you're into that... Also, the packaging for this collab, this has also been all over my Instagram, is the She Glam Harry Potter collection with like she these. She Glam. I don't know. These like lip. There's this little lip gloss that comes in a cauldron. It's super okay, cute. That's cute. The packaging is, is awesome. It black. And then there's like. Black lip gloss. 
the little um, memory vials from the movie, they like mm. have lip gloss in those. So there's like four Thank different you. colors. The packaging is just really cool. Um, and then Pura, Pura Vida has come out with fidget rings. Have you seen <gasps> these? Yeah, I these have been on my feed for a long time. Those look cool. They like spin so you can like fidget with mm-hmm. them. They're cute. And then let's see. I'm just going to pick one more. No, two more. Oh, I've seen the socks. Alex and Ani has come out with new like necklaces yep. and stuff that are really cute. They have like a mischief managed Marauder's Map one. They have an advanced potion Didn't making I send one. You that? I think you did. Yeah. yeah. I, s- I sent you that with a bunch of eyeballs. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, I want. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last but definitely not least, we have American Girl. Which we know we've talked about, but I am literally obsessed with this collection. She's not lying. Obsessed. I am obsessed with would do. I would do crazy things for that. Um, What? I would do do some crazy things for that Hogwarts Express. For the Hogwarts Express, like, play set. (laughs) To display my dolls with their Harry Potter robes. (laughs) It's so cute. I literally, that is like my dream come true from my childhood. American Girl Harry Potter collaborator. I'm not even kidding. Like I saw that Hogwarts Express set and I cried. Oh my god, this Harry Potter design collection doll with the invisibility cloak. He's so fabulous. Isn't he cool? (laughs) (laughs) That's another one too. Yeah, it's like his hair is so awful. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it looks cool. You think it's awful? Oh my god, I love him. I think he's so cute. Look at his little handy. His invisibility cloak looks so cool, though. He looks like he's wearing Crocs around the castle. Hey, <laughs> Crocs, Crocs are comfortable, right? What? Not anyway, in the 90s. Were they there? If no, anybody needs an idea for something to get me, it's the $500 Hogwarts <laughs> Express playset, okay? Yes, please. <laughs> Let's buy this for Meg. Oh, my God. The fun thing is, is like she would play with it because Alana would insist, and so would Evie. I would. I would. I know. I know. I would display it in my living room. (laughs) And then you'd have two feral children want to play with it. That's fine. It would get played with. They would. My American Girl dolls would feel like Woody and Buzz. They would be like, oh, children again. Even though you're not moving, you feel like you're alive. What is that from? Toy Story. Who says that? one? Uh, Jesse. That can't oh. be from one. I think it's Jesse. Well. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still me. That? Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast <laughs> listening platform and share this episode with your friends. Because if you like us, then they probably will, too. Subscribe. Do your friends like American Girl Dolls? <laughs> <laughs> DM me. We'll chat. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flick Cast. 
Supporting our podcast keeps us going and gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. As always, we're accepting Potter stories to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Way to go. I love the inventive ways you come up with to make it just new and fresh. Literally, spur the moment, I covered my mouth and I thought, do that. Recap. The Dursleys, gone. Harry's the Dursleys taken, have left the building. <laughs> right? Harry's yeah. taking some time to be a little nostalgic, which is a little surprising because it's not a fun place. But he still manages to find some good memories. And as good as it feels to leave, it has to be pretty strange, too. A whole group shows up to be Harry's guard, and he's super happy to see them all. But as we talked about in last episode, he's like, cool but why um until he realized what the plan actually was because no one's ever risked their life for harry potter before right never all right let's summarize tonight harry has to give in to the idea that six others will be pretending to be him everyone changes Mm. into harry and then they get partnered up they head off and are immediately attacked and we lose a very good feathered friend this evening I don't even want to. Can we just stop now? Episode's over. No. It's no. barely been 10 minutes, Katie. Episode's over. We all have to grow up tonight and lose our innocence. Cat. <laughs> 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 I don't know what's wrong with you. I know some things that are wrong with you. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's because you, you're my best friend. <laughs> Okay, we're talking with Harry and Flight Crew, and he's definitely not on board board with this plan, and he tries to fight it, although that's kind of comical to try and, like, fight this, because nobody in there is going to be like, okay, never mind. (laughs) Like, no, you need to get out of here so we can do this safely. And he says, quote, you can't do it if I don't cooperate. You need me to give me some hair. Well, that plan scuppered, said George. (laughs) Obviously, there's no chance at all of us getting a bit of your hair unless you cooperate. Yeah, 13 of us against one bloke who's not allowed to use magic. We've got no chance, said Fred. (laughs) Funny, said Harry. Really amusing. Scuppered is another word for thwarted. You're welcome. I like it. Thwarted. I've been scuppered. I like that. I'm going to use it. It feels... It feels very piratey. Mm, it does. Could, it you, does. Just, could you just be like, oh, yeah. man, I was scupped. Can we just shorten it? Why? Like, I feel like that's an American <laughs> thing. We want to shorten everything. Katie has no time for full words. Okay. I have no, time, no time to say scuppered. We've got to live I actually lives. feel like that's an Australian thing. Scuppered? No. Shortening oh, short, oh, yeah. Shortening things. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Harry doesn't much care for this. (laughs) And Moody is in no mood. Do you you get it? Huh? Okay. Get out. All right. I I tried. (laughs) (laughs) He tells Harry that if he wants to to come to force, we can play that game. Everyone here is overage. 
They're all prepared to take this risk. And what's that risk, everybody? Possible death, capture, torture, imprisonment, etc. It's like the side effects to like a <laughs> drug commercial. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> Constipation. <laughs> Increased risk of death. Weaken the knees. Uh, <laughs> high blood pressure. <laughs> what is what is the Pepto Bismol commercial? Upset stomach, nausea, heartburn, oh, wow. <laughs> indigestion, oh, Pepto Bismol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime I take the good old Pepto, I have to sing that in my literally. Oh, I'm like, man. which one am I today? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, does this cover my Take symptom? Take your pick. Sing it. Yes, it does. Yeah, it covers my symptom. <laughs> Take your pick. Wow. These uh, these folks are always good to have some uh, Pepto. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We got a pharmacy. I'm going to get all cheerful now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Think about Do it. No, the, um, the scene where, the, where Harry realizes that everyone's going to turn into him. That is one of the few scenes where the movie brings it home to me a lot more than the book. In the book, I'm reading it, and it's funny the way that it's hopeless how Harry is resisting. In the movie, when I see them all turn into Harry, it really gets me. These are really, really young mm. people, and they're all voluntarily taking on as much mortal risk to themselves as Harry has lived with forever. And it really shows how brave they're being and how frightening it is. And that's a big theme in the book, in this series. Your friends say they love you, but when it really comes down to it, would they give their lives for you? And they say that they can understand what you're going through, but can they put themselves in your skin for real? And then Mm. this time the answer is yes. And when Harry sees that it's really happening, I think that is such a huge thing. Humans... I think when people really do that for us, we have to accept that over and over again because it's just so much. To, it's too much to mm-hmm. take in. And why are they doing this? It's partly because it's a war and it has to be done, but it's also partly because they're just trying to make his risk fractionally less. Mm. Like, someone's still going to die probably, you know? <laughs> But mm-hmm. there's some chance that maybe they'll share the risk. That's really huge. And seeing these young kids go ahead and do this. Yeah. I don't blame Harry for dragging his feet, even though his objections are completely illogical. Yeah. It's like the ultimate walk a mile in my yeah. shoes. Mm-hmm. And they literally do. That is some kind of love to... Uh, it's one thing to go with him Mm -hmm. like he was kind of alluding to, but it's a whole nother thing to actually be him because what has Voldemort been saying? Save Harry for me. And that means that if you look like him, you're going to go straight to the big guy. The big guy. I did also think, (laughs) um, I mean, I guess, I mean, (laughs) in actuality, this isn't really a benefit. But I was thinking it actually would be like they would be more protected from death at that moment if they were hairy. You know what I mean? However, end game of them getting captured and then him realizing that it's not hairy, they would just get murdered. But like, 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess it's really not safe at all. So He's forget that. If you're polyjuiced and you die, do you turn back into yourself? Uh, I would hope so. I would think after. <laughs> it's kind of morbid. <laughs> Go for it. You know, like when when someone passes away, are like, you gonna say everything what I... comes out of them? <laughs> so like. <laughs> We're talking about poo. When are we not? Like, after everything is passed out of them, I'd assume, then. Because doesn't that happen kind of fast? I don't know. I don't actually know. I would assume that, like, the magical effects couldn't be magical if the person's not alive. Why not? For it to connect with. You don't think that you could, like, hide a dead body or something? Ugh. I don't know. What, with polyjuice? Well, just, I mean, if if you're talking the magical properties of it, why does or it does have it to just be polyjuice? wait till the polyjuice runs out? <gasps> Spe- polyjuice oh, yeah, specific. Oh, man. Judy's mother got buried looking like her son, so it does stay for a little bit. So however much polyjuice you take, yeah. it just probably runs the course. Right. Yeah, you're right. Husband for the win. Again. Um... Yo, go ahead. Oh, I just said, again, he was right. For the win. Vinny, again. Never mind. It's not even funny anymore. So just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Oh, God. Okay. So back to Moody speaking, saying that, like, everyone um, is prepared to take this risk, right? Little eyeball emoji Mm. moment. Mundungus. No, no, no. Quote, Mundungus shrugged and grimaced. The magical eye swerved sideways to glare at him out of the side of Moody's head. Mundungus is here against his will, Mm. folks. Um, Yes, it's partially his plan. Not really. Portrait Dumbledore and Snape's plan. Um, He wants no part in this. I'd love. Yeah, I love how realistic that is. In war, this is another one of those, wow, this really feels grown up things. You can't mm-hmm. force it. You can't force true belief. And when you're making a plan like this, there's always a chance of a weak link or people finding mm-hmm. out in the middle they thought they could do it, but they can't. And you just, yeah, yeah. you just have to plan for that. You can't waste too much energy trying to figure out who it's going to be. I mean, you can say, oh, if I was in this situation, I would do blah, 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 blah. Well, until you're thrust and into you it, out. you have no yeah. idea. Yes. You have no idea what you would do, especially in life or death situations. Katie, you had your hand up. No, there was just talks in the Discord about whether or not um, mm. Barty Crouch's mother did die looking like herself or not. And I was just following it. And then I put my hand down because I think we decided she did. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's in the book. It says that she took she was careful to take the potion right up until the end, which would imply that she would look like him as long who, as possible. But dementors are blind. Okay. So I think yeah. Who does the burying? Dementors, so, I think. Yeah. I mean, I so dementors yeah. like a body's a body, you know? Right. Well. Okay. Um, so time is wearing on, right? There's time again. Uh, we talked about that a couple of episodes ago and how time is mentioned so much 
in in this last book. I mean, throughout the series, but like Harry's time is related to um des- destroying the Horcruxes, aka he's running down his own life as he takes Horcruxes away without and knowing Harry- it. Well, yeah. <laughs> And then once he does know it, his heart is trying to beat out of his chest and be like, just kidding. No, we want to live. I love that. I mean, this is skipping obviously way ahead, but the way that the author describes like how beautiful um, our bodies are. Yeah. You know how he never appreciated his body and, and what it could do for him now until he knew that it was going to pass and be no more like, oh, We'll save that for another day, years from now. Harry's like, you're mad. This is crazy. There's no need to do this. And Mad-Eye, straight up, is having no more, right? Time's a-wasting. No need, snarled Moody, with you-know-who out there and half the ministry on his side. Potter, if we're lucky, he'll have swallowed the fake bait and he'll be planning to ambush you on the 30th. But he's... He'd be mad not to have a Death Eater or two keeping an eye out. That's what I would do. They might not be able to get at you or this house while your mother's charm hold, but it's about to break, and they know the rough position of the place. Our only chance is to use decoys. Even you know who can't split himself into seven. (laughs) But he can split himself into eight, right? (laughs) Technically. But I love... I love this... Um, this is not Voldemort's first war, folks. Right? He knows to have patrols out. He's not foolish. Um, but I do love the moment between Harry and Hermione being like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it's like when the the people in the movie say the, the name of the movie. Oh, there it is, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always weird when that happens. <laughs> because this is a toy story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That never happens. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Right? Soul into seven. I love the ope look between Harry and Hermione, though. It's very Midwestern. Um, <laughs> hairs, please. Right? Let's offer up. Boyfriend grabs hair and pulls it out. And friends, this is Petunia's kitchen. You would be foolish not to think that there are not a pair of kitchen scissors in here why do you want to hurt yourself sir i agree you already hit your head just cut some hairs why do you do this does it need to have the follicle no Catherine. that's a real question no i don't i don't think so no because your dna is in all of your hair not your that's a that's a great question you're done don't tell me what i know travis (laughs) um but hello placed in the flask this is a big old throwback and shout out to polyjuice potion from chamber of secrets as well as goblet when moody's not really moody and that flask plays a very nice role judy hiding party crowd junior yes glad shout out to judy junior judy's dead so (laughs) Yeah. Well, <laughs> real dead. Soulless. I don't know if they're dead dead. Any whoosies. The mud-like liquid began to froth and smoke once Harry's hairs were in there, and it turned a clear, bright gold Ooh. color. 
I thought that this was very interesting, given we have Golden Trio, um, Felix Felicius' gold. Of course, Harry Potter's Polyjuice Potion would be freaking gold. Gold. He's the golden child, right? Right. Wasn't it like Crabber Goyle's, like a gross, like, booger green or something? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's bogeys. Yes. Yeah, they were gross. Oh, one was puce, I believe. Yeah, and then... Great. Sounds like puke. Well, the it was crabs that was a murky brown. Yeah. Murky mm. brown. Ooh, and crab dies because he's bad. <laughs> so. He murky. bad. That murky word gets me. All right. But what does gold mean, Tiffany? Well, I'm glad you asked. The color gold represents success, luxury, it evokes feelings of grandeur and sophistication. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Harry Potter. Grandeur. So for me, the gold here, that's an alchemical reference, right? When you mm-hmm. manage to take your basic self, lead or the human soul, and transmute it into gold or into immortality. Uh, that alchemy is a purification. And Dumbledore has been telling us the whole time... This is another way of saying love, human connection, because whenever there's a connection between people in this series, then the connection is gold. Growth and remorse and empathy and the way that these emotions change a person. So he's always said Harry has love in abundance, starting from how his parents nurtured him and then reinforced by the memory of his mother's sacrifice. And that's what we're seeing here in Harry's essence and at the end of this chapter, this is going to turn out to be significant. Ooh. <laughs> I'm in my turn still. All right. Hermione makes a very fun offhand comment. <clears throat> she says, Harry's polyjuice potion looks tastier than crab or goyles. She's just Ron telling everyone that they illegally brewed Polyjuice Potion. <laughs> I don't think she cares at this point. Truly. She's, she's not going back for the time being. But I just think that's just really funny because all Ron does is like raise his eyebrows and she knows what he's thinking. And she's like, oh, you know what I mean. Goyle's Potion looked like bogeys. <laughs> <laughs> what a legacy. So funny. Mm-hmm. That little exchange makes me chuckle. Me too. I enjoy it. So fake potters are to line up, and they notice that they're one short. Who could be missing? Hmm. Wonder who. Maybe it's the guy who doesn't want to be there. And honestly, like if we get down to it, you shouldn't be forcing people into stuff. Um... That's uh, as garbagey as I think that he is for previous actions. He shouldn't be forced to do this. Yeah, this is a big risk. I am unsure as to there are other people. I'm sure. I feel like if you went through the order of the Phoenix and said, we need you to help Harry Potter, there would have been more hands. Is it because he knew of the plan? They wanted to keep him close because it was his idea of what they they thought was his like idea, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It just feels weird. He could have been at one of the safe houses. Eh. Katie. 
You want to know what just went through my head? Let's walk through the trail of dumb that just happened in my brain. Okay. Okay. Sydney, I love it. Sitting here going, Sirius could have done it. Oh. I know. I know he's supposed to be oh. like at home because he's like at large. But like he'd be under disguise, so it'd be fine, right? And then I was like, Yeah, totally. He did. Never mind. Yeah. 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 No, he would have done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course he would have. Can you come as a ghost? I don't right? Know. Can can ghosts take Polyjuice potion? <laughs> Truly, though, like somebody, somebody else could have done this. Um, but like I said, maybe they wanted to keep him close because he is a little bit of a trickster and they don't trust him. I mean, they don't, it's not like they don't have reasons not to trust him, but like I said, nobody, nobody should be forced into anything. Yeah, totally. So Hagrid decides that he's going to, you know, help out. So he lifts Mundungus up by the scruff of the neck like a puppy. Or a kitty cat and sets him beside Fleur and she's like, mm, I don't think so. So <laughs> she moves to stand between Fred and George and Mundungus tries to protest. So he says, I told you I'd sooner be a protector, said Mundungus. Shut it, growled Moody. <laughs> As I've already told you, you spineless worm, any Death Eater we run into will be aiming to capture Potter, not kill him. Dumbledore always said, you know who would want to finish Potter in person. It'll be the protectors who have got the most to worry about. The Death Eaters will want to kill them. So, that's true, but not if Voldybat's <laughs> flying through the sky himself, trying to cast some green lights at people. Voldybat? He's there. He's like, hey, Snape told me you'd be here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd come crash your party. <laughs> Mundungus isn't really buying this, though. And Moody's moving on. He's got some egg cup sized glasses from inside his cloak. And each person gets a good old shot of polyjuice. And I thought that this was funny to think about. If Hagrid has bucket sized mugs, what does this look like in his hand? And is it enough? (laughs) Just kidding. He's not taking it. He's not taking it because it doesn't work on him. But like, imagine this in his little hand. It'd be like a, a doll cup. Like, Barbie. Like American Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wish I could have seen an egg cup size cup in his hand. Compare it to the bucket bucket of mugs or whatever. Bucket of mugs. Bucket of mugs. I think I'm done. All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, everybody takes Zeposhian and... They all gasp and grimace as the potion hits their throats. And I just like the description of this. Why it is says, it spicy? At once, <laughs> <laughs> their features began to bubble and distort like hot wax. And I, every time I read that line, I just think that they did such a good job in Chamber of Secrets of that transformation of Harry into Goyle. And I think of how his like face was bubbly and like it really was a re- like, especially mm-hmm. for like the times Mm -hmm. that was great cgi agreed so anyway um we get fred and george and their quirky little wow we're identical which is funny (laughs) i love them and bill going ah bill don't look at me i'm idiots um 
And Moody has clothes for everybody to change into because obviously they are all Harry sized now instead of how they were. Um, and this is a quote from the book. Harry said, while well, he's thinking in his head, he felt like asking them to show a little more respect for his privacy as they all began stripping off with impunity, clearly much more at ease with displaying his body than they would have been with their own. And this makes me laugh. How Ron says, I knew Ginny was lying about that tattoo. <laughs> and I have a question mm. for you guys. Oh, God. What base did Harry and Ginny get to? Oh, my. <laughs> there are children listening. A, okay, well, Heavens they don't have to Betsy. know what that means. That's why I fa- phrased it the way I did. Well, don't Google it, kids. <laughs> God. I'm going to go second. Second. Yeah. Yeah, probably second. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Base zero. <laughs> <laughs> they stayed in the dugout. <laughs> so then we learn the pairings for the evening. So we have Moody with Mundungus um, by Broom. And Mundungus goes, why am I with you? And he, Moody says, because you're the one that needs watching. Um, and then Arthur and Fred are together. And of course, there's the spat of, no, I'm George. No, I'm Fred. Uh, then George is with Remus. Fleur is with Bill on Thestral. And Hermione is with Kingsley, also on Thestral. I think Arthur, Fred, Remus, George are on brooms, too. And then Ron and Tonks on brooms. I love, I love that Hermione gets Kingsley on a thistrel. He's so warm and he's protective. And for once, she's getting that instead of people in the story assuming that she's just so competent that nobody needs to protect her and that she can actually fend Mm -hmm. for others too. And I love those two characters together. Because sometimes I feel like Hermione's scope of her mind, it's so wide ranging. She feels too big for Hogwarts sometimes to me. She's definitely mm-hmm. too big for Harry and Ron in her mind. Good. And <laughs> for sure. Kingsley, his scope is also really wide ranging because he's so high up as a muggle and as a wizard. And it feels proportional to me to Hermione and I really like knowing that this night that's so terrifying she got to safety at Kingsley's home that that really gives me a piece of rest a restful feeling mm-hmm. there's also this other thing about Hermione that is so amazing when, when she's looking at her new Harry body she says Harry your eyesight really is awful said Hermione as she put on glasses and there is this amazing Twitter thread from a Twitter user named Q Fever Q P H E E V R and it's about how this line contradicts the transphobia that we've been hearing from the author because hmm. okay so she says your your eyesight really is awful said Hermione as she put on glasses She means Hermione, whose body is identical to Harry's at that moment. And we know that it's completely identical to Harry's because even her eyesight has changed. 
but mm-hmm. she is still Hermione. That's still her identity. She's still a girl because gender is not defined by your reproductive organs. Yep. Louder for the people on the back. And yeah, I mean, I have been horrified by the demise of Twitter. So I'm going to have to screenshot and save that Twitter thread before I say goodbye to, to forever, yeah. because that is incredible. And I think you mean, X? oh, whatever. <laughs> X. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty. Um, it's pretty crazy that she, the author, can obviously wrap her head around that here, but not in real world examples. So there's it's so loaded. It is so loaded. I don't know. Sometimes when we're reading this book, I don't know how she wrote it. Yeah. I know. And it's disappointing. Yeah. Hmm. Any hoosies? Where are we? Um, I'm done with my part. Dang. Yeah, it was a little short. Sorry. It's okay, though. We uh, still have a whole nother third of the chapter to talk about. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac- acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com dot com slash today today 
If you're a muggle like me and you don't have Molly Weasley cooking for you every day, then you need to listen to this. Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Let me tell you guys, they are absolutely delicious. I have not met a factor meal yet that I didn't like. And my favorite is the jalapeno grilled chicken, cheddar cheese. Oh, it's so good. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for, guys? Two-minute meals, fuel up fast with Factors, restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They've got snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. Done the math for you. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Flexible for your schedule? Get as much or as little as you need by choosing from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or you can reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, no cleanup, all of that. Head to factormeals.com slash flick50 and use code flick50 to get 50% off. That's code flick50 at factormeals.com slash flick50 to get 50% off. Side note, I bet Kingsley's place is really cool. Yeah. I know. I was oh I was gonna say that. I bet it's cozy. I think it would be so cool to like get descriptions of all of the safe houses. Yeah. Like what kind of books does Kingsley have on his bookshelves? You know what I mean? You know Auntie also has knickknacks up the wazoo. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yes. I also wanted to point out I really liked that Blake in the chat said two future ministers of magic riding together. I <gasps> thought that that was really cool. I love yes. that. Yeah. Oh my god, that gave me like warm cozy feels. Yeah. I love it. Oh yeah, Kingsley cooks for sure. I bet he has like a cute little chef hat and an apron and he looks really cute in oven mitts and he like cooks some really good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> canon stuff. Um, okay. Apparently, Ron doesn't look quite as pleased as Hermione to have been paired up with Tonks. She's an orc. She's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She was trained by Moody. Get yeah. out of here. Get out of town, Ron. I. Ron can be a little sexist. Mm. He can. I do believe that in time. He will continue to grow as we've seen him do throughout the series. So mm-hmm. I think Ron rules. only would have been happy if he had been paired with like, well, I guess truly anyone but Tonks. Lame. He would have been okay with Bill, Arthur. It's definitely a misogyny thing. Super lame. 
Um, so Hagrid's looking a little anxious, and he says, you're with me, Harry. Is that all right? They're taking the motorbike. Harry would be in the sidecar. And Harry's not entirely truthful when he's like, that's great. I wonder why. Is this just because, like, Hagrid's not, like, trained in magic? But, like, dude, Hagrid... I mean, any of these people would, but Hagrid, first and foremost, would absolutely lie his life down for you. Yeah. You know? Well, if you go by what Moody was saying... Moody knows that he would be target number one. He's the most experienced and theoretically strongest. And Harry not being with him wouldn't put a target on whoever was riding with Moody's back. So by Harry being with Hagrid, Hagrid in the eyes of so many in the wizarding world is less than, um, and not as not as good as or as powerful magically. Um, it would make sense for Harry to ride with him because he would be kind of like not on Voldemort's radar first. I also like what Mia said. I don't think it's necessarily that he is not happy to be with Hagrid. It's that he really doesn't mm. want to be in the sidecar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't blame bit, him there. In a little bit, he does like go on about being embarrassed about that. So yeah. 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 I can see that. Well, it puts him not so much in control. Yeah. And Harry doesn't like to not be. I mean, obviously he'd be more comfortable on a broom, but that is obvious, you know? Right. So. Right. Yeah. Moody says that too. He's like, yeah. they're going to expect to see someone right at home on a broom. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, actually, that's what I was just about to say. Um, and also, Snape has had plenty of time to tell the Death Eaters anything he wanted to about Harry to clue them in. Um, so, just interesting that it's noted that there's three minutes until they leave. Like, it's just a very specific number. And three is a big number in this series. Mm-hmm. So, Harry gets his rucksack. I love that word. I think we should call everything a rucksack. Uh, <laughs> Firebolt and Hedwig. And joins everyone in the back garden. And he goes, is this it? Is, wait, yeah, is this it? Is this Sirius's bike? The very same, said Hagrid, beaming down at Harry. And the last time you were on it, Harry, I could fit you in one hand. That's adorable. And I also like the addition they did in the movie, too, where he's like, it seems fitting because I brought you here and now I'm taking Mm -hmm. you away. I do like that line. So even though they changed Mm -hmm. it, like, it was still a good moment and it still captured what needed to be said. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's leaving just as he arrived. Mm-hmm. Kind of. And you know what I thought about? We never really talked about number four mm. for the drive. If we did, I don't remember. So listeners will probably remember better than I do. Because sometimes I forget what we talk about. All the time. Um, <laughs> so when I looked up the meaning of number four, it means support and stability, which kind of is like, uh, sorry, not privet drive. <laughs> but... I related that to a mother's sacrifice. Mm. The support and st- stability of his mother's sacrifice, keeping him safe there. All right. Yeah, Vinny said in astrology, um, four in astrology is the house that represents foundations, family, and home. Very good. Applause, well everyone. Well done, husband. Well done. So as we were saying, Harry feels a little humiliated as he gets in the sidecar. He's feet below everyone else. And on top of that, Ron has to give him a little smirk because he's sitting there like a child in a bumper car. <laughs> I appreciate the the 
the funny bones that are being tossed to yeah. us in such a serious situation yes, by the them. author. Um, they're they're woven throughout this. Like we get a bunch actually in this at the beginning of this chapter, so they don't go <laughs> unappreciated because you can see mm-hmm. it. You can see the looking down and the. <laughs> right, <No? Yeah>. right. <laughs> I feel it. And Harry has to see himself smirking himself. Right, mm. <laughs> but he knows it's Ron, and like you know, even though you're in someone else's body, you still have your own mannerisms. Yeah, so I bet it and you know through. that face, and you're like, yeah. you jerk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, so Harry stuffs his rucksack and his firebolt at his feet, and he rams Hedwig's cage between his knees. Oh, so comfy. This is first class mm. service. So Hagrid tells him that Mr. Weasley did some modifications on the bike. It's got a few tricks up its handlebars now, which I appreciate that dead humor very much. And he points out the part that was his idea, and it's a purple button near the speedometer. So basically, if you push it, um, Swish and Flick shows up and saves the day. (laughs) True. That's true. That's (laughs) canon. And Mr. Weasley's like, Listen, I'm not sure if that was really advisable, so like be really careful that's only to use in emergencies. Uh Tonks tells Ron to hold on tight and he gives Remus a little bit of a guilty look when he puts his hands on her waist. <laughs> Which like Jeez. dude, come on. We don't need to be that fragile. We're all good. Um they all leave at the same time. Harry's legs are already sore and numb, and he almost forgot to take a last look. At Privet Drive. And by the time he remembered, though, they were too far up and he couldn't even tell which was which. <sighs> Let's get sad. Cool. Let's talk about really sad things. I'm really sorry I had to do that to you. No, you're not. You've been laughing at me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the- theoretically, I could have cut this even shorter. That's okay. And given it to myself. I'm sure. But I chose not to. I'm sure I mean, we'll it is a good ending for the episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so out of nowhere, out of nothing, they're surrounded. Harry says that there, or thinks that there's at least 30 hooded figures. Or as Hermione would say, figures. Mm-hmm. All around. Um, and the Order members are just like, they're oblivious. Which, as we talked about, I feel like they should have been a little bit more prepared. But I don't know. They really thought they had a one-up on him. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Constant vigilance went out the door. Mm-hmm. There's screams. There's green light everywhere. Hagrid yelled and, like, torques the bike so it rolls over, kind of like Meg did to me on a jet ski. <laughs> and Harry gets the twisties. He doesn't know where he is or he's lost his footing. Mm. There's street lights above him. There's yells. He's clinging to the sidecar for dear life. And his stuff is starting to slip from where he's got it jammed. And so he's like, no, Hedwig. And I'm wondering, is that because her cage starts slipping? Is this what gives him away? Yeah. Okay. And because in the movie, she was out of her cage, right? right. And she tried to protect yeah. him. Yeah. And that's what gave him yeah. away. But I know, as we talked about, she never got that last flight that she wanted. Not going to cry. I don't know that this necessarily gives him away. I think what gave him away was him casting uh, Expelliarmus. Mm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay, thank Sorry. you. Thanks for correcting me. No problem. 
his firebolt fell. I forgot about that. Like I was just gonna say that. That's a huge loss. Gone. That is a huge loss. Do they recover it? No. 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 Okay. I couldn't remember because obviously I know they go looking for Moody's body. I mean, I I don't think he really necessarily like thinks about it that we see on page, but like that's a memory from Sirius that's gone. Right. Yes. It's a huge loss for him. Yeah. Um, so his fireboat falls, but he manages to grab his bag and the top of Hedwig's cage as the ba- the bike swings right side up again. Right. All right. I'm going to try and read this without crying. Okay. We're just going oh. to blast through this. A second's relief and then another burst of green life. Green- oh, my God. Not life. Death. death. Green, death. green death. And then another burst of green light. The owl screeched and fell to the floor of the cage. No, no. The motorbike zoomed forward. Harry glimpsed hooded Death Eaters scattering as Haggard blasted through their circle. And the way this is written, he says, Hedwig, Hedwig. And the second one is italicized. And in my head, I can like, like not audiobook or anything. Like I can just like feel the well, pain that he can't like the even. voice cracking probably like. Yeah, just like devastated and like he can't even take it in right now because so much is going on Mm. and he's worried about everyone else like this just happened we just flew up here and we're getting attacked that's way too much for anyone to absorb in like this nanosecond truly right like truly how much time has passed like that just happened so fast yeah um so but the owl lay motionless and pathetic as a toy on the floor of her cage he could not take it in, and his terror for the others was paramount. So he looks over his shoulder. He sees there's just a mass of people, still green light everywhere. He sees two pairs of people on brooms zoom off, but he can't tell who they are. And that's where we have to stop. And it's really sad. And I miss Hedwig, and it sucks. It sucks. Mm-mm. The first time reading this was, was, was pretty bad. I remember thinking what because just like harry as readers we're like hold on how did we go from joking around to ron smirking as harry at harry to the death the symbolic death of harry's innocence hedwig is described as pathetic as a toy um when Voldemort thinks about James's death, he was described as like a marionette mm. whose strings have been cut mm-hmm. as he falls. Um, and I wanted to point out earlier, everybody gets a cage with a stuffed owl inside. And that's how Harry's known with mm. Hedwig, right? That's how close they are together. If he, if that person doesn't have that snowy owl, you know, is it really Harry? Mm. That's how tied together they were. It was his first birthday present ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Harry's fear is now real. It's not often times that he gets afraid. He goes into like hero mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hopped up on adrenaline. You know, he's not full his terror. He's not afraid. It's described as terror. Mm-hmm. It's paramount. And it's terror for the others. So he's still in like that hero mode. Um, and he needs to save them, right? 
He has zero control over this bike. Yeah. He's sitting in a sidecar like a child. He is absolutely kind of, in his mind, helpless. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I think that that was done on purpose. Looking back to on be, that now. T- putting him in a position oh, to not yeah. have control over where he was going because he would have put himself in danger and gone back. Yeah. But Hagrid knows, no, yeah. we have to keep going. I know you want to, and, but we yeah. have to keep going. And the thing that gets me is later in this chapter, they automatically think, well, Hagrid's the person who, you know, was getting a dragon egg for releasing information to, to you know, Voldemort or whatever. So he, they were thinking that he was the untrustworthy one. But Hagrid is so loyal that he listens to the orders that were given to him. My orders are to get you to this safe house and that's it. Yep. I'm not turning around. Harry screams at him multiple times in our next episode. Just screams and screams and screams at him to turn around. We have to save the others. Haggard either doesn't answer him and keeps flying or says, no, these are my orders. I have to get you there. Loyal. Can you imagine the bedlam that would have exploded if they would have turned around? Yeah. More people would have died. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Phil agrees. Phil agrees. Absolutely. Yeah, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much in this chapter. I hate it. Which is why we're not done. You know what? <laughs> they should have let... He should have let Hedwig, Hedwig out, like, days ago. Let her go. She can go fly wherever. Then You know what? Back. She probably would have been killed then, too, though. Tiffany... Or Don't crush my positive little. I'm hopes sorry. In. Or at <laughs> least like taken. Yeah. They know they, you don't see snowy owls flying around. Bristol. No, I don't know where they are. <laughs> Surrey. Surrey. Right. Drove that car to Surrey and back last night. <laughs> did you really? How did it go? How did it go? <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. I only uh, deal on Summit Cola. Yeah. Two Cokes. Summit Cola is the second. Even though I kind of like it more than Coke. It's more bubbly. I agree. Watch it's literally just Coke. All right. Right. Let's do some lightning bolt questions. We we got got by Aldi. (laughs) (laughs) Vinny asked, does Voldemort fly with his arms spread out like a flying squirrel or to the front like Superman? Wait, what? (laughs) That's such a good question. Oh, Voldemort? I imagine it's like... Out at the sides, just like who Iron Man flies like that. Iron Man, Iron Man. yeah, Iron Man flight. I'm gonna say flying squirrel because I picture like the black, like smoke acts like wings that like he can use as like sails mm. to go faster. Um, as Janine put in the chat, sugar glider. She sure a to sugar give. glider. Yeah, it's basically a flying squirrel. Yes. I guess Iron Man puts his arms back. Iron Man puts his arms down because they got the if he's going straight like up, but he can go yeah. forward as well. But his arms Robert stay Leonard like Jr. at his side usually. Billy, you're typing. Um, KDK asks, which protector would you have wanted to be paired with?
I don't want to do this mission, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, no. Let's be honest. I would not have done this. But if, if we had to and we had to pick a protector. <sighs> Kingsley. Yeah, Kingsley was my first thought. I wouldn't mind talking. He either. just makes me feel safe. Yeah. I feel like Moody would be moody and I don't want to be around that because I'm already scared. So Kingsley would make me feel as calm as I could feel. I think Mr. Weasley would do a good job of making me feel safe, safe too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Kingsley too, Kate? I said Kingsley's talks. Lori, do you have a different answer or no? I'm so caught up in Hermione going with Kingsley. That's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good pairing. You're right. Um, I didn't say Remus. I, I thought about him. Remus, but like. I, w- I would do it so we could snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he smells really good. For sure. Yeah. He's hot. Hot. <gasps> do you think he has sunshine fur when he's transformed? Probably. Sunshine first smells so good. Um, <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Lofty uh. asks, why do we think Harry didn't just let Hedwig fly to Ron's? Do you think the order stopped him in case the Death Eaters tracked her? I mean, they could track any of them, so I don't know if that would have been an issue per se. I don't know. I think, she, like Tiff said, she would have gotten caught. She also was, like, kind of depressed. Oh. So, like, maybe he was just worried and wanted her to be with him. Well, they're being watched really heavily. Just like Harry, yeah. mm-hmm. having six decoy headwigs increased her chance of surviving. But if yeah. they had released her, the Death Eaters who were around <clears throat> Privet Drive would have found her and killed her right away. I mean, they were allowed to kill her. The only person they weren't allowed to kill yeah. was Harry. Yeah. What are these Death um, Eaters doing? They've got strict orders from Voldemort not to kill Harry, and they're just throwing this green light around. They hit Hedwig in her cage, who is on Harry's lap. I mean... Well, they didn't think that that would be... Maybe they're just bad at yeah. aiming. I don't know. Why Maybe they were aiming for Why Hagrid. can't they be more like stormtroopers and never hit? Yeah, never hit anybody. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. All right. Also, like you're saying, like everybody, like the the ministry, like all of these people are undesirables. Mm-hmm. All of them are being tracked. Yep. All their folders are in Umbridge's office. So it was really dangerous for all of them to be out. Anybody in the open. who's yeah, anybody who's known to be like that Harry has spent time with is automatically an undesirable. Yeah. Fan story time? Sure. This is a very recent one. Sweet. From this year. What? From this month. What? Shut your face. I wanted to change it up. This comes from Chelsea. Hello, Tiff, Megan, and Katie. I'm so excited to write this. I've been listening since August of 2020 and have been waiting patiently to write my fan story. My name is Chelsea. I'm a proud Ravenclaw. And my wand is beechwood with unicorn core 13 and a quarter inches, unbending flexibility. My Patronus is a hedgehog. I was going to say I'll cacaw for the Ravenclaws that are not. My first memory (laughs) of Harry Potter goes back to elementary school. When my dad would take my sister and I to the library all the time. 
I remember we would look at the DVDs and it felt like every year there was a new Harry Potter movie to see. We definitely rewatched them a lot, but my dad made it feel special every time. I don't remember if I even knew there were books, which surprises me as I was an avid reader. In middle school, my friends were huge fans of the series. I remember they were always talking about it and we would have and we had a joke where one of their cats was the chosen one. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I saw the Half-Blood Prince in theaters with my grandma, sister, and cousins around this time, too. I vividly only remember the scene with Harry and Dumbledore f- finding the Horcrux and the Inferi. It scared me a little. My family moved to Arkansas from Michigan the summer before I started high school, and I didn't pick the books up until my junior year when I bought the box set from Barnes & Noble. It took me a year to complete the series and months to get through the Goblet of Fire. I was not a fan. After finally reading the mm-hmm. series, I was a huge Potterhead. I went to Universal in Orlando in 2015 with my other grandparents and my sister, and we went to Diagon Alley. I got Neville's wand on this trip. He is my favorite. I also went to Universal in L.A. with my ex's family in 2018. I began physical therapy school in August of 2020. My school had learning communities, and they were all named after the Hogwarts houses. So fun. So the Mm. summer before my first reread of the series, I had eight weeks to read the books before I started grad school. I did it. And then I found you guys. I started the pod from the very beginning. I finally caught up around 2022. I was devastated. (laughs) I had to wait every week. (laughs) (laughs) I was so used to hearing you guys all the time. I graduated from PT school in May of 2023, passed my boards in July of 2023, and I'm now three weeks into my first adult job as a pediatric physical therapist. Oh, I hope your knee is healing well, Katie. Thanks. I really appreciate that. I started rereading the series when I passed my boards, and I'm just about to start the final book. I'll cut up with you guys. I know you guys don't know me. I'm just a pod listener, but you all have been with me through grad school, and I feel like I know you guys so well. Between Harry Potter, the closeness of my childhood in Michigan to your Ohio, working with children like Tiff, and so much more, I feel like we have a lot Mm. in common. I have loved listening to the pod and have waited to be done with grad school to finally send in my Potter story. Love you, Chelsea. Love you. Love you. Congrats on graduating. Truly. Having your first adult job. Let me tell you, physical therapists deserve a lot of respect they really do a lot of so much so so much and i love your story i think it's really funny that you were like avidly a reader and yet didn't know about the books yeah that's cool Uh, that's the difference i've never heard that take before yeah saw the movies didn't know there were books usually that's me with like a lot of other stuff but not potter it's funny good luck on your new job you got this Chelsea. All right. Tell me a joke. All right. What do you call Tom Riddle when he's doing laundry? I don't know. Lord Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine him trying to match socks? No. He doesn't wear socks. Yeah, he's not. Have you seen his feet? Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) Can you imagine him trying to fold a fitted sheet? I literally, no, I don't do that. You know what? I that's try and then I ball it up and cry. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> good at it. I don't think it's even possible with magic. Like it just doesn't no. happen. You can do it. My I mom know, you do is really so good, good at it too. My moms are like <laughs> flat. I'm like, you're a witch. You're a witch. <laughs> hey, no, to my cords, Fillmore. Ooh, you got mm. full named. 
All right. Well, if you would like to follow us more on social media, you can find Katie and myself on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus family. Um, and Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore flick. And Lori, would you mm. like to share your website again? I'm at LoriKim.com, L-O-R-R-I-E-K-I-M. And also, I just joined Blue Sky also as Lori Kim. Blue Sky. What's Blue, Blue Sky, Sky is like Twitter that's not horrible. Or at least nice. that's what people are hoping. Nice. So better than threads, eh? Well, less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. All right. I've uh, not done anything since an hour ago. <laughs> uh, I The only thing I thought of to share is that I also re-picked up Dreamlight Valley Disney Dreamlight Valley on Xbox, mm. and I unlocked Belle and Beast. So I've been working on their storylines, and it's been very fun. I've actually also started, like, designing my island, because for a long time I was just all about getting everybody up to level 10 and doing all the tasks. But now I've decided to start to actually design my island like I did on Animal Crossing, and it's been very relaxing. <laughs> nice. I picked up tears of the kingdom for like two seconds and didn't really get much done because that's just my life right now yeah so, one you know, one day audiobooks are life do i have anything new okay. from an hour ago i don't know what have you done you were listening to yours truly with me did you think it was funny yeah i laughed out loud <laughs> multiple times within like 15 minutes so good and you know Meg listens on like 5x so well i oh no i was listening on 2x and i looked at katie and i was like can you understand this? And she's like, yeah, actually. I'm like, see, you can do it. I you just got to build yourself yeah. up. Yeah, I could. 2X is excessive, though. Let's be honest. Oh, sometimes I go to 2.25 now. <laughs> You're an animal. <laughs> <laughs> you are an absolute animal. Oh, I did. I did. Uh, did we get a bingo? Oh, I go did ahead. get a new book, which I haven't really gotten into, but it's... Oh, um, yeah. It's called The Tea in LGBT Plus, and it's by Jamie Rains, who is a YouTuber who goes by Jamie Dodger on YouTube. And I think I saw that in the store. Yeah, and he's um, he and his partner did one of the videos right after in uh, summer of 2020 after the author's gender manifesto came out. They did a rebuttal mm -hmm. video that got a lot of play. So, yeah, anyway, I ordered the book. I'm excited to read it. Nice. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> oh. Who? Katie owes me. Oh, whew. If it was me, I was going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't. Did we get a bingo? I don't think, I don't we, think we did. I don't think we got a bingo. Um, let's see if the house points changed at all. Phil, can you please stop biting my hands? Dang. Oh no. Ravenclaw <sighs> is still in first. Hufflepuff <gasps> is now in second. Yeah! Gryffindor. I don't believe that. Third. Slytherin. <laughs> fourth. Philly, you dropped out of third. It's close. It's only by 26 points, though. Second and third. I hate it here. It's a tight race. Right, Philly? It's a tight race. Gross. Well, what's this episode four? 
for Hedwig. Mm. Yeah. Pour one out, guys. Pour one out. Sips, sips Soon for to be sadness. Moody. Sip, sip a summit cola. <laughs> oh, I finished mine. I guess you don't care about Hedwig. <laughs> Give me it. It almost came out of my nose. Wait, I want to take Sorry. a sip because I, I need everyone to know I care. <laughs> I took a sip of Katie's. We are 12. <laughs> I need everyone to know I, I care. I would not have it any other way, honestly. <laughs> this one's for Hedwig, you guys. We love that small bird with big dreams. Rest in peace. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Look at my boys! Hedwig. Why? I feel like we need to sing Bye, bye, little Hedwig. Do you think I'll be able to say the right Do number? Do it. Hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Fun times. Did it do it? Sweet. Swing, swing, swing. Okay. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.